of all the episodes representing our beloved borough, we finally get to give a very official shout out to the one and only East New York Brooklyn with today's guest representing our sister neighborhood to the fullest. MC and lyricist Wordspit joined by his very talented band with their very Brooklyn name, We The Illest, will give us a word's eye view deep inside the heart of a lifelong rhyme slayer, showing us what's actually in his blood. Nothing but some hip-hop love. I am your rhyme-loving host and resident hip-hop nerd, Queen God is encouraging all of you to open your minds and catch the vibe for another live ride on B-Side. I said wake up, cut up and put a little makeup. How's this gonna fit when it shake up? Why you leave the kids up on the table? Did you go crazy another table? You want to? Got up and put a little makeup. You want to? Why you leave the kids up on the table? You want to? Got up and put a little makeup. You want to? I don't, don't think, think you true. Tell us about the name Word Spit really quickly, sum it up, and then introduce the band. Yo, so my brother actually gave me the name. My name was like Word from the Streets. And I was just talking like mad hardcore. I was like a battle rapper. I was going like from East New York, Brooklyn to everywhere, like around just destroying people. And he was like, yo, you need to simplify that. And he was like, yo, Word Spit. So that's where that came from. And uh, this my band, We The Ellis, because that's my mantra. Like, that's giving 110%. No matter what you're doing in life, you just got to always give it all. That's my man, Tyrell. Mm -hmm. That's the God, Trey. Thank you, Faith Greg over here. Buddy. Obviously. Obviously. You know the great Coco. And I'm actually, it's... To clear it up, I'm where we are a collective. It's just not word spit. We're, I'm in the bin. It's called We the Illest, yeah. right? So Very I'm clear. In the bin. Let us talk about being the illest and how, for those who don't know, it's customary in hip hop to have confidence and to really investigate all the reasons why you're great, but then also to investigate all the reasons why you are better than everybody else. That is kind of goes with the territory. What makes you the illest? I'm, I'm just a savage, man. Like, you know. Not only am I just like, I feel like I'm one of the best rappers in the city. I'm going to keep it above. You can drop the mic anytime, any day, mm -hmm. and I'm going to roast you. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? MCs know it. I think everybody know it. And then I'm going to touch the stage, and we're going to do an amazing, uh, amazing show with my, my guys. We created a body of work that redefines what hip-hop should be. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's a lot of heavy anthems. And for that reason, I feel like I'm the illest. And for that reason, I can't even lead them out. They damn sure the illest. Wait, I didn't get the reason. The reason because is because I'm a savage. Because you are a savage. Okay, savage. All right, so this is really important because we're gonna test them bars today. So for everybody at home who is like new to hip hop or kind of lukewarm hip hop, and you kind of 
take what somebody tells you for face value. He says he is savage, the boy is a savage. That's not how we do it in Brooklyn, as you know. In East New York, we go all the way through and through. And the first way that I want to contextualize your savagery is to be clear about who your top five is and then be able to explain what is the rubric that you use to gauge top five. Because we know we have lyrics, we know we have performance, we know we have flow, we know we have people who are just really invested in the culture and can talk circles around you with history. We got style, and then we just got popularity. We have all of these things, and some people are clued into each of those very differently. They think because you're popular that you're dope, and that's not always the case. So give me your top five. Let's put it in context of why they're your top five and see how that helps us understand why you are cool. savage. So we're going to start off with Rakim is in my top five. Okay. And that's solely because he's like, to, for me, he's like the blueprint of hip-hop. And then before then, I feel like everything was kind of like a... We're kind of yelling or we're doing like ha 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 and then we came out he was just like so smooth with it like and he had this gold and he had like this cadence and he had syllables. So he had flow and he had yeah, lyrics. Yeah, yeah. He Good. was like the total So you package. went in so far with Rock Rockin' but we're still going to dig deeper. Who you got? Okay. We got so four more. So I got Nas. Nas. So Nas is, mm -hmm. Nas is like, I feel like is the god son or uh, like the... the uh, like the distant child of like Rakim and on top of that he's mm -hmm. like one of the greatest storytellers in the world like mm -hmm. everything you, everything mm -hmm. Nas says is like visual like he just gives you like a story and you cannot deny that story like because you just see everything in like okay. panorama. Give me three more. Um, I'm gonna say Jay because he also... Which Jay? All Jay. Jay All Jay's Jay Electronica and Z. We're gonna go with Jay Z. We're gonna go with Jay Z. From Brooklyn because okay. he's just, he just hot, man. Like, and he's technically he's probably like one of the gift, most gifted rappers in hip hop. Why? Because he real he, quick. Not only does he have flow, he has double entendres. He has syllable switches. He has hyperboles. He just does a lot. Like he does what. You can do, but he just does it ten times. Double better. entendres, syllable yeah. switches, hyperboles. Yeah. And give me two more. Um, I'm gonna say cannabis mm -hmm. because I just love cannabis. It's no, it's like he's just a savage. Like, mm -hmm. He's just mm -hmm. a, uh, like. We're, you're I, a fan of savagery. We get it. Yeah, yeah, give yeah, me the last yeah. one. He's, like, he's the just last a savage. One. And the last person I'm going to say, who would that be? Like? So I know in asking this oh. question is tricky because you really wanted to say word spit, word spit, word spit, word spit, word spit. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say Lupe Fiasco. Though. Lupe Fiasco. Yeah, because he, he solidified like food and liquor and cool is like mm -hmm. one of the greatest hip hop albums. I ever. think he's a con he's a consummate artist in that his his investigation of just lyrics and going line by line that there's no stone unturned. With yeah. That. Like, All right. So um, there's no women in that list and that's cool. We are gonna come back and talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm about. We Airbender, Firebender, Earthbender, Waterbender. Firebender. Firebender. I, I kind of felt like we were going in that direction. As a firebending 
backpack rapper with pop influences and aspirations of doing stadium music. What specifically are you bringing to the table that many other rappers, MCs, lyricists, self-proclaimed are not bringing to the table? Well, I feel like I'm just all-encompassing, man. I'm bringing aggressive lyrics. Mm -hmm. I'm also with my band and we're producing immaculate composition. So this ain't just you came to a show and this is what this sound like at the show. Mm -hmm. This is what the record actually what the sounds gonna like. Sound like. Which is an interesting question I mean? because that translation is not actually always easy. And speaking of the record, it's gonna be called F Your Gravity. Talk yeah. to us really quickly about that. That was so it's basically redefining your ears to what hip hop or what I feel like music can can be. You know what I mean? We did like I remember just bringing up one story, we did like a battle of the bands. And it was like a lot of rock bands there, right? And they was trying to play us. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, who's these black kids? You know what I mean? And it's like, wait, who are these black kids? So after we perform, everybody's buying merch. You know what I mean? And not to say it was a, a racial thing, but it kind of bridged that gap. It was like, it went from, you know, who are these black kids in this battle with the bands to, yo. We need to take some pictures with you. They were taking pictures with my little brother. Like, okay. He's like, man, that's your All brother? Right. Let's do it. So people underestimate, if you don't know anything about East New Yorkers, we don't like to be underestimated, and we will show and improve every time. Now we're going to give you a quick challenge. I want you, with all your fire-bending assertiveness, to go into the next two songs back-to-back, -back, freestyling. What brings you your humility? <laughs> What's bringing my humility is my ability to drop bars with invincibility. I turn the beat down and grab the crown. I'm the pharaoh with my agility. And then the next song, we tread well. No treadmill. But when it come to that money and the flow, we gonna tread mills. Yeah, and I ain't talking about Meek. Ah, and we gonna stop right there. Right there. Turn the beat down. No, 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 weapons is distributed. Blow away the feelings, no sentiments are prohibited. We bomb in the sky, we bomb in the radio, we bomb in the children and everything that they live in. Project tenements, mushroom clouds of ignorance. I salute and proud for the militant. As we count down, one, two, three, critical. As we count down, one, two, three, turn the beat down. Turn the beat down. Let's talk about two things, um, education and success. First thing with education, more specifically, um, I saw a quote where you said that people want us to go to school and do kind of like a standard um, follow this kind of path because this is what will make you successful but in school they don't necessarily teach us things like entrepreneurship or financial literacy and things like that that was a comment a general comment what you made can you tell us a little bit more about that and what role education plays in your life um, I feel like this now I'm not saying don't go to college I even I, you know, I, I went back out my GED for whatever that's worth but I feel like I feel like the education system only teaches us how to be like honeybees the honeybee pollinates for the queen, you know what I mean? The queen will be like the system. But it, the queen never teaches the honeybee how to be an individual. 
You know what I mean? Like, it's only individuals that actually go out and grab the success and really become millionaires. You never heard a story about somebody being a millionaire because they worked at McDonald's or somebody being a millionaire because they worked for another millionaire, unless he got gathered that knowledge from whatever he could learn from that person and took that and did his own thing. Then, you know what I mean? They don't teach us really finance coming up in school. And I feel like that's what every black person should really go through. Like, I'm actually partnering with the 500 Men Make a Difference Foundation to bring out black people to empower them not only with knowledge from past that we don't get in the school system, mm -hmm. but to be able to bring somebody who could teach us a crash course in finance. Because a lot of us don't know how to really save. We're living check to check. Like, we gotta really figure out this game plan to really build our wealth and our finance up. And that's just how I feel. And that's okay, what that so statement was about. more specifically, give it up. More specifically, and we're gonna leave that uh, Queen Bee metaphor alone, because it's a little, I don't know if we can completely equate it with the system but yes we get where you're going with it um what is your personal standard for success and what has been your education through this that is actually helping you get there so we know that the music is the driving force but in the journey towards the music what have you learned i learned that you gotta especially on this journey like you're gonna have highs and you know on this journey if especially if you're a creative you know we performed in front of 10 million people. We mm -hmm. performed in front of 1,000 people. We performed in front of 25 people. And two people. And two mm -hmm. people. And it feels, even though it's different, performing in front of 10 million, that crushed me when I came back and I realized that I still have to do more work. Yes. You know what I mean? So it just told me never take anything for granted and just keep working. Well, what is your vision for success? My, my vision of success is just being happy and being happy okay. and doing what you're doing. Like right now I can perform for my, my friends, my family, right. people that I don't know, right. and that, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. So millions are not necessarily part of your equation for achieving happiness I'm gonna say this. success. The money is only going to fuel more creativity. So okay. I'm going to do whatever it takes to get to, for me be, to be able to get all the thoughts and my imagination out into the world. Mm -hmm. Now, if that's going to collect more money with my art or craft, mm -hmm. I'm going to make that happen. Like, right now, we're putting out a project. I'm, I'm all over scrambling to get that, you know what I mean, to get that money, because so, I know it's going to make the project. It's, no, it's going gotcha. to facilitate dope videos. It's going to facilitate yeah. a, a dope person like Blue mixing the project, and he's been working with everybody. And if, if you're broken begging, you don't have that option. Got you. And so when you say that I'm going to go out there and do whatever it takes, which is a language we hear a lot in the art world, it's like you got to be bout about it. But, you know, we've seen people be bout about it, and now they're not about really much of anything because there was really no standard. What are your boundaries in terms of getting to your version of success what will you not do I'm not gonna lose sight of me and that's just point blank like no I mean, I'm gonna create what I want to create and what the moment I stop creating what I want to create and I start creating what somebody else want to create then I can't do this so no autonomy more. of creation yeah like, by any means necessary. by any means necessary all right so there's a little revolutionary inside there we're gonna talk a little bit more about that because you do have work that specifically addresses issues that do kind of set the standard of what it is that you want to achieve and see happen in the world you have a couple of songs this one is called Everything Black. One is called Black Supremacist. And then you just was on a, were on a collaboration with a band called Chasing Moonlight. And it's called We Are Strong. All three of these songs are addressing social, political issues, injustices, concept of freedom, black manhood, and change. Tell us where these songs fit into your equation and your trajectory towards getting where you want to go. Black Supremacist is a shirt that I, I made, you know what I mean? And in the back, obviously, you see me, a, a black dude, hanging a, a KKK member, you know what I mean? And that's to do away with 
like like how do you combat white supremacy and I'm not saying black supremacy is a thing to combat that but I feel like black supremacy is also black love because we show love to all cultures you know what I mean it's not a culture we haven't shown love to you know what I mean we is willing to teach people like to teach people how to bathe and how to how to make food and do that so like it's always black being black it's always encompassing to the world you know what I mean and that's that's how I feel me and my brother right here, we made the song uh, Everything Black. And he called, he reached out to me. And I'm like, that's my brother right what here. What is this Truth, song about? Truth Tell City. Us really the song is about, no the song is about cops and society stigmatizing black men and killing us off like we so have no worth. And that's what the song is about. Police brutality. Facts, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So, and that's what the song about. Mm -hmm. And then later on, Chasing Moon hit me up. And honestly, I was blown away by the song. I ain't really know them too much. They, they seen me on America's Got Talent years ago mm -hmm. they hit me up recently like yo we got a song and i'm like uh, and tell us really quickly what that song is about song how is about, that song might the song connect or differ from bringing black people together like all this muslim band and all this other uh -huh. craziness in the world the song is about bringing us together no matter if you're an immigrant no matter if you're black if you're mm -hmm. white no matter if you're an alien it's just about the song is just about bringing us together no matter what So I want to acknowledge you, I want to thank you for being such a good sport about this interview because it's not enough to rest easy on our looks or on our assertiveness or on our just presence. It's really helpful and for other artists who are watching you to know that there is subtext and context and meta narrative and layers and that you have a lot to support these claims, right? Um, so I do want to say really quickly, uh, you said perfection is architecture, I'm building upon my flaws, love it. Before there was carpool karaoke, there was dollar van demos. And then that went into uh, McDonald's, that went into Afropunk, and went into America's Got Talent. 20 years from now, I will finish that sentence. We're going to be in the stadium, man. Like, I, like I'm going to tell you one thing about me, man. I sit home and listen like The Wall, Pink Floyd. You know what I mean? And like we're, I feel like we're a collective of dope musicians from the city. And this collective used to be super big, and we're gonna keep growing it because it's about the music. It's just not about one person in the band. That's why the band is called We the Illest. And I had to, you know, correct, you know, whoever when they be like, it was worth spitting. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's We the Illest because this collective can grow. Um, f like we used to have so many people, like mm -hmm. violinists, like ballerinas, all kinds of wildness. But I, I, I see us like stadiums. Like I always visualize that. Like when I'm walking down the street and people think I'm crazy because I'm like I'm rapping to myself. Mm -hmm. Like I, I'm like visualizing performing like somewhere in the stadium like we've been to stadiums but I, I continue to visualize that because that's where I want to be there's expansion happening you cannot ignore that we are here we and the we are, festival East New York 2025 right. like, and we got stadiums on the horizon we're gonna go to the close now I want to say this month as we honor the life and lessons of one of Brooklyn's most notorious MCs it is only fitting that today's show highlight the next generation of Spitfires holding up the torch and keeping it lit. Word spit.
Thank you very much. And Wida Illis and Coco for joining us, for sharing your contribution to and love for a culture that continues to influence generations and nations and for reminding Brooklyn exactly why we rock and we don't stop. Speaking of which, if you want to hear more, B-Side that is, you can check out past episodes on Brick TV's YouTube channel using the hashtag BSideBK. You can also listen to B-Side by visiting our SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash B-Side Podcast. I am your host, Queen God is, with a finger on the post and an ear to the streets. Tell the world don't sleep. Brooklyn never skips a beat. Till next time. Cause who can't catch me if I will fall? Yeah, double entendre. If they catch me at all, uh, you know how they go. The B-Side Podcast is produced by Charlie Hoxie, Keisha Cole, Roe Johnson, and Sasha Mathias. Recorded by Onel Mulet and edited by Kyrell Palmer. For more information about B-Side and all Brick Radio podcasts, check out brickartsmedia.org slash radio.